What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. My full legal name is Shawn Michael Collins Crew. <laughs> and I am Catherine Howard Lippincott. And this is the hardworking happy hour. What is... Whenever you do that, it messes me up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I'm Catherine. And we're going to be talking about... All things all trades. All things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. I am so sorry. <laughs> you know what? One of my favorite things is to <laughs> is to just catch everybody off guard. I, yeah. I do that a you lot do, at work, don't I? Yeah, you do that a lot. I do that a lot. You almost said do-do that. <laughs> I did. You almost, almost said do-do. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, <sighs> you were on the phone today, and for some reason, you had to spell out your last name. You want to do that? L I P P. <laughs> Every time you spell your last name, you say P P. I do, yeah. All right. Well, this is a very serious podcast, so let's. True. Good thing we got Get all that together, stuff Sean. out of the way. <laughs> what are we going to be? What are we going to be talking about this week? Well, <laughs> first things first. We've been fighting a lot lately. <laughs> oh yeah, we have. And we're going to talk about fighting with your coworkers. Yeah. And maybe how to resolve it cordially. <laughs> Cordially and professionally, because I guess you can start getting on everybody's nerves. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> Big time. Okay. Yeah. So and we'll talk about that. I we'll think, touch on that. I think a everyone bit. can kind of relate to that. Just of really course. just like, you're getting on my nerves. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then we're also going to talk about uh, customers. customers, customer resolution, customer problem. Customer problem. Right. Resolution. No more. Make good. <laughs> Better now. Where it's hard today. <laughs> yes, where it's hard. Uh, client relations and ex- like expectations. So expectation I think expectation management. Expect that's that's a really good way to put it. Yeah, I, I like think that. it's uh, the topic is loosely based around communication and communication. Oh my gosh, is that today's theme? Oh, <laughs> by golly, it is. Check that out. Communication. Yeah. Okay. Communication and. I think once we dive into this uh, arguing with coworkers, <laughs> it might be too too much communication. <laughs> it might you might have to stop communicating altogether. Could be that. Could be that yeah. And get some fresh air and some fresh headspace. Yes. But when metaphorically it comes to step clients, outside of the van. <laughs> metaphorically step outside of the van. Yep. But when it comes to client relationships, I think one thing that I've learned is the most important thing is clearly setting expectations for what they can expect the process to be like. Yes. And in other cases, also setting boundaries. Setting boundaries is a good one too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Are you talking about the coworker fighting thing or the client thing? Uh, I was talking about the client thing, but I guess that's going to... There's there's going to be a lot of crossover (laughs) here, I think. Yeah. Wow. Multifaceted. Okay. (sighs) Ah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Uh, we also, we you weren't going to drink anyway. Right. Because I don't know. Have we mentioned Catherine's doing 75 hard? Oh, my gosh. Thank God. I, wanted, I did want to talk about it again. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I am know. doing 75 hard. I will not be drinking today. You will not be drinking. And uh, I will be drinking at some point. But I don't know. Today just felt like that felt lonely. Okay. That felt lonely to drink alone. And... Uh, Sarah's also going out tonight, so I'm going to be watching Max. Oh, okay. She's going to the Big Basket Blowout Bonanza or something. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's like where you buy tickets, put them in front of a basket, and it's filled with stuff. It's a fundraiser. Okay. That does sound like a fun (laughs) deraiser. Oh. (laughs) That was a good one. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. 
right. Well, um, I am sick. I have cold, and I'm all jacked up on cold medicine. So yeah, I saw you did a a nasal. What would you call that? A nasal wash. Nasal flush, I guess. Nasal flush. It was uh, quite graphic. <laughs> you were. Uh, it was kinda, disgusting. Yeah. Hunched over the trash can, <laughs> uh, there was no tissues around, and you were just spraying saline solution up one nostril, out the other. Uh, yeah, you gotta power wash those sinuses. I guess. Um, but anyway, so I'm all jacked up on cold medicine. Yeah, that's we'll see great. how this goes. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> Could get a little squirrely. Who knows? That uh, wouldn't be like us. Never. That never, would not be like never. us. But uh, we also have uh, at least one or a couple people that wrote into us about some bad client experiences and kind of how to like navigate that what happened and we can talk about it and I think it's it's uh, some pretty interesting examples of things that can come up that you know are are, you're probably gonna experience something like it so how to deal with that yeah so why don't we why don't we do a quick little update on 75 hard how you doing on that it's uh how many weeks in are we uh I'm in my third week end of four weeks will be end of tomorrow right uh, yeah, on Saturday, and on and my weeks on Saturday. So yes. Okay. So I guess I'm like twenty seven days in. Uh, that something math like that doesn't check out. Yeah, today is the twenty seventh day. Tomorrow will be the twenty eighth day. Yeah, check my app. Check your app. Day twenty seven. Yeah. Day twenty seven. Awesome. Okay. Cool. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. Okay. Being sick has made it very difficult these past two days. Yes. I didn't get my morning workouts in, which then screws up my whole day. Yeah, that seems pretty rough. It does, yeah. So what's what's the game plan? You, what time is it now? We got uh it's three thirty. So three thirty. You got you still gotta do two workouts. Yeah. Did you read your pages? No. Today oh, no. You have a lot to do. I know. I know. Did you take your progress this picture? What, I did do that, yeah. Okay. That I know I do that every day as I'm getting dressed in the morning, so that's like that's just an easy non think yeah. about kind of yep. thing. Um is it like a same same place, same same, place, same mirror, yeah, same yeah, yeah. angle? Are you going to do like one of those like time lapse progressions where you're just like? <laughs> no, I did this thing which I regret doing. I didn't think that I was going to like the progress pick part of it. So you know how when you see like for like weight loss supplements or whatever, it's all the before picture is always like bloated, the worst, and yes. like the person is making like the worst face, yes. and like so I thought it would be funny to myself because I was like, I'm not going to post these anywhere. I'll just make the first one like really ridiculous. And yeah. then I kind of committed to that. So all of them, I'm like, I look pretty ridiculous. Like I'm doing something weird. Okay. But now I've actually lost like eight pounds. So now I'm like, wow. oh, I wish I did. I'm still not going to post them anywhere. But I was like, oh, I wish I kind of like, uh, yeah, took it a little bit more seriously. But great. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, so that's 75 hard. How are you doing on your goals? I'm doing great. Just finished up my second month, hit that 55 miles, which was awesome. Uh, this month I got to do 60 miles and I am four miles in and it's the third day. So, uh, depending what time Sarah gets back from the big bucket blowout bonanza, maybe I'll go for a run tonight, but I was planning on, uh, possibly doing 10 miles tomorrow. Ooh. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you so much. I do appreciate that. Now, uh, I guess we can get into the episode. Okay. Let's get into the episode. So right, what's been Sean. going on this uh, past <sighs> week or so? What's been going on? I feel like recently we've been getting in a lot of fights, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would agree uh, with that. I think that we are both very uh, opinionated people. We both have very strong opinions, I would say. 
Uh, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> See? See what I just you did there? Me, you yeah, got me. I did. Yeah. Uh, and we both ultimately want what is best for the business. Yes. Sometimes we just differ on what we think will get there. Yes. Or, you know, which avenues we should take, I guess. Yes. Or what is best for the business at that moment. Uh, usually our fights don't last too long. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they linger. Sometimes there's a little bit of a crossover into the next, into, into yeah, the next day or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say so. <laughs> but, but yeah, so recently we've just not been getting along. <laughs> a little bit. I think it's, uh, you know, you spend so much time with somebody sometimes that you just are like, really with this again with yeah. this whole shtick yeah uh, that's yeah, probably yeah. how you feel <laughs> and then other times it's uh i wouldn't even say that it's 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 really it's fighting but we are both very strongly opinionated yeah and i think ultimately that it it turns into a productive thing we Correct, were kind of yeah. all arguing what was that yesterday yes it started with me and you arguing about something <laughs> and and then we brought everyone else. We did it. bring everyone else into it. Uh, everyone started we made taking everyone sides. sides. <laughs> yep. uh, uh, yeah. But it was it was for the best. I think it, it, it was like nothing is going to get done or get accomplished or like. Like take us to the next level if it's just like one person is calling all the shots and there's no resistance and there's yeah. like no constructive conversation around it. Right. And I think that the best thing about that type of interaction is, you know, even when we're like arguing with each other and we're in a fight we're not like, we're not like actually mad at each other. It's right. just kind of like more of an annoyance and like, a, oh my God, yes. I could strangle you right now. But it's ultimately, I think for the best, I think we really hash out and like, it's almost like a debate. Like we have to like firmly defend our position. Yeah. And in the end, usually somebody, usually we meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. We both see each other's point of view mm -hmm. uh, because we're so just rigidly defending it <laughs> that uh it's it's kind of like business is a lot like war <laughs> it is I, it's true you say that a lot i say that about just about everything <laughs> and uh but in this case i think it is true and i think that people should not be there's so many people that are conflict averse yeah like they're non-confrontational right. and sometimes i fall into that i suppose to a certain extent sure. but uh I think a, a certain amount of confrontation is good. I agree. I think without without any kind of friction, there is no growth. Because if you're always just yeah. being yesed at, then you're never learning or pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. And there's no one in this world that is right all of the time. You need to have a little bit of pushback and everyone has different perspectives on things. So it's yes. good to expand mm -hmm. and listen to your peers and kind of, you know, work through things. Yeah. And I think that that's what ultimately we sometimes we get in the habit of like, this is how I think. And this is the right way because this is what my brain is telling me. I am, I am right. And then yeah. when we do get in these arguments, we talk about things at length and then we really have to either justify our position or you or I bring a different perspective and then we have to really hash things out. So we really do. I don't want to say beat a dead horse or whatever the saying is, but like we really hash things out until we really figure out what the best case is. And I think yeah. that ultimately we both know that we both care a lot about the same thing. We both yeah. want what's best. And I think that's when it's, it, 
it would turn into a real fight if it weren't that way. You know, like we're good at keeping things light when we're fighting because yeah. we both I, ultimately know we, we want the best for whatever. Yeah. And I think we both ultimately know that it is a little bit of fun to fight and argue. Uh, it's like a it, debate club. It is like a debate, debate club. club. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it brings a little spice into the day. <laughs> you know, things get a little, a little drab, a little boring. It's like, yeah. eh, let's argue about something for a yeah. while. And I think you made a good point where when you're forced to talk about what your position is and what your thought behind a certain strategy is, it, you can almost sometimes talk yourself out of your own position. Right. Cause like if you're just in your own head, it's you're thinking about it in more abstract kind of terms. And then when you really start saying it, it's almost like, okay, this is kind of, yeah, maybe that's not going to work, you know? So <laughs> right. I think that just having open conversation, whether it's debate or it's just presenting your ideas to other people, you know, you can either, um, get some feedback from other people or just the practice of saying it out loud and really having to form your ideas into words. You could even do this if you're by yourself writing it down. Yeah. Like your ideas, just sure. write them down in a journal. And sometimes it's like you either can't write it down because it's like this actually doesn't make sense. Like I can't put this into words, which is not a good plan. Or you write it down and you're like, okay, I'm seeing a lot of holes in this plan. This seems like... I ideally it seems like a great thing but when you write it down and you really assess it it's like this is kind of like swiss cheese really holy oh so holy oh, holes <laughs> yeah so then you got to swiss it up yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah too many cheese jokes on this podcast that yeah was the second i was one. gonna keep going with it but then i was like we've already done we that already before. did that yeah and it would probably be like the same ones yeah so Let's leave it provolone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's not funny anymore. Not funny anymore. It's not funny anymore. But <sighs> do you want to get into another fight? Uh, maybe. Yeah. It might make good radio. It might make good radio. Um, you got anything yeah. else to add on to that? I do. I wanted to. The one fight that we did get into that was a multi-dayer. I would say it lingered. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Uh, the annoyance. The the annoyance of twenty twenty three. The annoyance of twenty twenty three. Yeah. It lasted a couple days and ultimately I was just like, we have to sit down and talk about this. Yeah. And ultimately it came down to communication. We did, we sat there and we hashed it out and we yeah. figured it out and we yeah. both felt a lot better once we did that. So I agree. If there's any advice I can give, it's always just talk about it. Talk, talk about, about it. it, put it out on the table. And I think that I had like as a leader or as an owner, it's sometimes really hard to find that balance between communicating every little thing um, and, you know, every little piece of feedback that you would give and never doing that. Yeah. Because if you never do it, it's like all these things are building up in your head, like little things that annoyed you, like somebody shows up late this time and then they do this and then they do that, but you never say anything about the little things. And then, one day you just kind of blow up and they're like, whoa, what? You never said that that was bad or, right. or whatever. And that happened to me once. I, I was somebody who was working for us and I was like, they were calling out sick all the time. And I was just like, all right, don't even bother coming back in. And they were like, what? What are you talking about? And I was like, you've been sick like 30 days this year. And they're like, but you never said anything. And I'm like, 
all right, yeah, you're kind of right. I never did bring it up. And then we communicated. We hashed it out. Uh-huh. And ultimately, it was for the best. Did they leave? They did end up leaving, but they... Uh, that was another part of it. They told somebody else that worked with us that uh, they were going to be moving to another state and like wanted to change things up in their life. And uh, so now I had it like, to me, it seemed like they were just like kind of fading away, like not really caring because they were oh, like, there's, okay. there's a time limit on this. I'm going right. to be doing this other thing next. So I'm just going to ride this out. So once that was out in the open, it led to a really productive next like two months until they moved on to that next chapter of their lives. And, uh, and it was just better to get it out there and communicate it. Yeah. You know, totally. So you got anything on your chest that you need to, you need to get out? Um, no, I'm just glad we're not in a fight anymore. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Because the van feels very small when there's three people in it and two of those people are in a fight. That is true. And Steve's always on my side. So that's always comforting. And Anthony is always on my side. So no, he specifically, he was on your side yesterday and he specifically (laughs) said, I don't often agree with you. Most of the times I don't. No, that was all in jest. And he usually does agree with me. Okay. I'm taking it. Yeah. Okay. You want to fight on it again? Yeah, I kind of do. I kind of want to get into it. Anthony's on my side. <sighs> and Anthony really counts as like two people. I know so, he does. Uh, I respect him so much. Yeah, he's he's great. <laughs> all right. Well, all I, right. I, I think, think we uh, yeah, communicated we can, this enough. I think we did communicate this enough, and now we get into <laughs> oh, God bless you. I think you now so we get into that. the the client communications, and yeah. we were talking about topics for this episode, and these are the two things that we we fell upon, <laughs> and then. It wasn't until we, we started talking about it that we did realize these two things do really go hand in hand and it comes down to setting expectations and communicating. Yeah, absolutely. So, very interesting. I am so sorry I can't stop sneezing. Um, That's okay. Do you want to open this? What? I don't know. You're, just, you're sneezing a lot now. I feel like I have to sneeze. <laughs> Are sneezes contagious like yawns? I don't think so, but they might be contagious as in... Germs. Germs. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, do you want right. to open this up with what? Uh, with like maybe one of your stories and then we'll move into the listener stories. Well, uh, <laughs> the the one listener story that, that I definitely want to talk about, actually, we have something that's kind of similar. So I was thinking, let's read their story first and then we'll go into a similar experience that we had okay. and we'll talk about that. Love it. And hopefully between both stories we'll get to some sort of like game plan for if it happens again okay sounds like a good idea right love that okay let's see so we have here we have (laughs) tc dex oh levi my man Levi. he's awesome he called into the podcast before as well so all right this is something i think a lot of people can relate to And this is something that happened to him last year. He said he gives free estimates over the phone, but he charges $150 for an in-home consultation, which a lot of people are doing. I think it's a great way to pre-qualify people. Charge for your time. You are an expert, all that kind of stuff. I love that. Uh, He had a guy text him for a bid and he gave him a rough estimate. He told the guy that he charges for an in-home consultation and the guy sent back a very rude text telling him he shouldn't charge for bids and it's the cost of doing business. And he simply replied, no problem. Have a, have a good day. 
Great way Fair. to handle it. Yep. Great way to handle it. It was water off the <clears throat> pelican's back. Is that what it is? I've never heard that saying before. Water passes water down a burning bridge? bridge. Water under a bridge. Water under the bridge, yeah. Water off a duck's back. It's like water off a duck's back. Is that a saying? I've never heard that before, but I like it. It's pretty cool. Because it's just like no big thing, you know? Yeah. They're in the, whatever. Okay. So he kind of ended it there. And he still had the thread saved in his inbox. And the same guy texted him about a month later, not realizing it was him. He thought he was probably texting a different company. Oh. He already had this interaction. So he told him who it was and about the last conversation they had. And this time he said, I'm willing to pay for the consultation. So. Oh, he said like, hey, you already. We already had this thing. I remember I'm the guy that charged for the consultations. You said, that's ridiculous. And I said, have a great day. And then he said, okay, I'll pay for the consultation. You know what this probably means? He probably had like 10 other people out and none of them knew what they were doing. He's like, okay, he keeps going. Yeah. And he lands back on, on TC decks, not realizing that he had already called them. Yeah. So he goes out and he meets with them. He said they were a nice family, sends him the bid the next day, which was on the low end of his typical price range. Like he actually, you know, kind of maybe shaved the numbers a little bit to make it work for the guy. Didn't hear back for a couple days. Then he texted back saying the price was way too high. And if he knocked 25% off, he'd have the job. Told him he 25%? couldn't. 25%? Yeah. Insane. <laughs> like ridiculous. So what's that? On a $20,000 job, that's taking it down to 15000 Yeah. It's insane. It's like an arbitrary number. Like an arbitrary yeah. and ridiculous number. Arbitrarily ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know if it's arbitrary. 25 is just like a... I feel like if it was like, take 17% off, that would be arbitrary. Well, I think if you calculated it and you're like, okay, well, I feel like the, these materials are overpriced yeah. by a little bit. Like 25 is like, that's just like, I'm looking for a deal. Take 25% off. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like there was no real like. There was the, no relevance to that number. It was just yeah, like, there was no, I uh, want to get a deal. I want to get this 25% off. That makes sense. Yeah. Arbitrary and ridiculous. And yeah. I agree with you. So he told him he couldn't, uh, negotiate on the price, but they cut a few things out to maybe get it down to that number. He sent another rude and berating text and asked for his money back. Oh. He wanted okay. that 150 back. Okay. So he said that, uh, you know, the time and effort that he had put into the bid, but he wasn't hearing it. He told me he was going to turn me into the Better Business Bureau and report my license. I ended up refunding his money and blocked his number. Not sure if it was the right move or not. I'd be interested to hear your take on it. Okay. So you know okay. what, what situation I'm thinking of. I do, of. yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, all right. This this one is pretty ridiculous because the guy reached out. Yeah. Levi says, hey, I've I've charged $150 to come out. Guy says, it's ridiculous. And I've heard that a couple times uh, to, to our process. And it's like... Okay, great. Have a nice day. Uh, the same guy texts back again. What yeah. are the chances of that? And then says, "Yeah, I'm, okay. This time I'm willing to pay the 150." It's it's in it's ridiculous. The the chances of that are so slim. Mm. Uh, I think ultimately what we can learn from this, and I think next time TC Dex gets that that same situation, which will probably never happen again, exactly like that. But yeah. if they text back again, you. You don't go, no matter yeah. how nice they sound. Yeah, I wonder what his thought process was being like, all right, I'll give this guy another shot, you know? Yeah. Just being a nice guy, probably, but... Yeah, definitely just being a nice guy. <laughs> so, 
then you go through the whole thing. The guy's already agreed to pay $150 and $150 is not a lot of money. It's not like a huge investment for for this person to pay $150, have somebody come out after you've already berated them once and then came back again, decided to pay it and then get a bid. It's like, you know, yeah, that person is stopping what they are doing to come out to your site to look at your stuff and then going home or wherever and working on the bid. So that's yeah. If you break it down to like an hourly wage like that, people should be compensated for that. Yeah. You figure uh, a bit like an estimate takes at least like two hours. Figure it's maybe 30 minutes away. You're there talking to them for an hour, 30 minutes home. That's two hours right there. And then it could take another hour or two at home or at the office, you know, compiling all this stuff, plus all the time communicating it, all of that stuff. $150 is not a lot of money for that service. Yeah. And for that person to say, you know, act ridiculous and say, I want my money back. It's insane. It is. It's absolutely ridiculous. But do you think he made the right move? giving back the money. I feel like I'm torn on this, which I know I knew you're going to react that what? way because we just had the situation. <laughs> yeah. And you were, I thought that you were going to say when we were in the situation, I thought you were going to say, no, that's ridiculous. Don't give them the money back. And you immediately were like, yeah, do it. I know. I feel like, so I, I feel like it has to go with whatever your thought process is, why you are charging that amount of money. So if, if Levi is charging 150 just as like a pre-qualifier, like, you know, this will just weed some people out yeah. from the process, which is what we do. We charge 2,500 for our design fee, yeah. which is, it's not really income that we are like wholly reliant on. It's just like. To weed people out. It helps weed people out. And then it, then we take that income off at the end. It goes yeah. towards the person's project. So if you're, the kind of company that's constantly going on all of these things. And it's, you kind of look at that as your part of your income. Then I'd be like, no, that's not how this works. So. No, that's ridiculous. You think? I think the whole situation is ridiculous. Like your logic is completely sound. Like he told the person it was 150. Yeah. The person paid 150. He went, he talked to them. He did an estimate. Yeah transaction done right but also for a business it's only 150 dollars like it's 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 definitely i think he did the absolute right thing by giving the guy's money back like just get it off your plate and chalk it up to thank god this is as far as it went yeah and we didn't sign a contract and like imagine how terrible this person would be to work for right so i think for the business owner it's best to just it's 150 bucks. Right. Get that person yes. out of your life and block their number and have no tie to them whatsoever. Have no obligations to do anything for them ever. Um, I think that's that's worth paying 150 dollars yeah. back for, even if no, you are I compl- relying I, on that. I completely agree I know, with that. I, know, I do. I know. And which is, I know. <laughs> you know. I know. <laughs> I know. Which do you want to say what happened to us? That yes. is like pretty much the same. I mean, it's pretty Should much expl- the exact same situation. It's, it's, um, yeah, almost the same exact situation. I guess I'll tell. Okay. So we do this whole, this whole design season thing, this whole, uh, you know, rickamarole, get on the wait list, all this kind of stuff. And, uh, this particular client was on the wait list for almost, almost a year, pretty good amount of time. Uh, Yeah. And their initial email was a picture of a project that we did in, 
2021, that project was sold like a year earlier. So we're talking like early 2020 pricing on this job. And they were like, how much was this job just for a ballpark? And I responded, ballpark about 80 grand. That's just a ballpark. No two jobs are the same. It wasn't like this is a product that we offer and we will just copy and paste this onto your house for 80 grand. It was just, this is, this will get you in the right headspace. So they think about it for a while. Then they finally get back on the wait list. Then we finally have a consultation call. And during the consultation call, they don't bring up that picture at all. They don't talk about it. Uh, You know, I'm just going through their desires, what they want for their backyard. And they say, sounds great. They want a, a A-framed roof. I tell them right on the phone, that's probably not going to fit in your $80,000 budget. We could do a pergola-style roof with a roof cover on it, so it'll give you the same function, but it's going to be a little bit of a different look. Tell them all of that stuff. They say, great. They pay this $2,500 design fee. I come back with a design that comes back at 82000 but it's got everything they want. It's more space than they were looking for, so there was some areas to cut back. And... They, they like it. They, you know, they like this about it, but they really want to see that A-frame. They're willing to shrink it down a little bit, um, cut out some patio space. So we change a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and then I draw it up with an A-frame roof. Now they want to add a door going into the house. It comes out to like 92,000-ish. So it's 12,000 over their budget, but it's also this whole time they have not referenced this initial contact that they yeah. sent like a year and a half prior. And... Then finally, you know, and the whole time they're not, they're not saying anything. They're just like, Hey, you know, we want this and I, I'm getting them into their price range. We make, they're like, we can make the deck a little bit smaller, make the roof a little smaller, cut out a little bit more patio space. I get it to like $75,000. And then finally at the end of that, they're like, well, I feel like it just got watered down and watered down this whole time. And it, it doesn't look like this picture that we sent you. And I'm like, this is the first time you're talking about this picture and this interaction since that interaction, like a year and a half ago. Yeah. I never said that you were going to be able to get this for 80 grand. I said, that's a ballpark. And there were so many different variables with that particular job yeah. that didn't apply to this job. And it was just a ridiculous conversation. I'm like, well, that's not like what do you like? What do you want me to do? Yeah. You're asking for something different. You have a different house. You have a different yard. You have all these different things. This is not the same project. Right. So I got off the phone with them and I was like, Hey, think about it. Do you want me to, you know, do another design, whatever it is about two days later, get a, get a long email that they're super upset. They waited. They were so excited about this particular thing. Like, sent me all screenshots of that email that I sent a year and a half, two years ago, whatever. And, and then start saying all the stuff like, you know, the, you're saying the prices have gone up, even though lumber prices have come down actually. And I'm like, like, what do you know? <laughs> what do you know? Except for the stuff that you might see on the news that like lumber commodity prices from their like early 2021 high have maybe come down. Yeah. But everything else has gone up. All of our subs are more expensive. Like everything has gone up. So to get like something that was super similar to that $80,000 project in at 92, 
with a different set of circumstances and everything. I think that's like really like even less than what inflation has been in right. our industry. Yeah. So am I getting heated? Am I, can you see me getting a little riled up yeah, about it? Calm down a little bit. Calm but. down a little bit. I don't want to calm down. <laughs> so anyway, how did the interaction end? So they said, we want half of our design feedback. Yes. And what did we do? We gave them half the design feedback. <laughs> yes. You know what I think is really a punk move? What? That we email back and say, no problem. We'll refund half of it. I don't know. You typed it out. I was like, yeah. I ain't typing this. <laughs> anyway, uh, send them that. Give them exactly what they want back. I spent so much time dealing with them. I spent yeah. more time on that design going back and forth. I did like seven different variations to this design. Yeah. Not even like a... Yeah, you Thanks did. Thanks for understanding uh, our request. Uh, it's a shame it didn't work out. Nothing. Just like, I was sending me my money bag. You know? I don't know what they did. They didn't They probably at did all. that. Yeah. They're really, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they Got did. One over there, on were, him. there were several redos on the design, on the rendering. Yeah. There were several redos for the pricing where you like list out like what changed and why. Yeah. And then they sent a spreadsheet back with like, um, yeah, like you're comparing at, square footage prices. Yeah, that was so extra. And yeah, they were being so extra. Yeah, and then so after all of that back and forth, then even at the end, they were like, "We were still waiting for another rendering change," and you were like, "What?" Do they weren't? Yeah, they weren't. <laughs> they really weren't. They just um, threw that in. And you're like, "Wait, what? No, come on, they, guys!" Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it was ridiculous. It was, and it was like, and we discussed what to do because we had every right to not refund their money they they paid it yeah you spent way more time on it than like any other design yeah but it was just easier to say sure have your money back and and be on your way yeah and the fact that they had this spreadsheet and they're breaking it down they're like in this design the you know the yeah. square footage price of the roof was i don't know 97 dollars a square foot and then it's it got smaller by 100 square feet but the square foot price went up to 110 like yeah. i don't remember what the numbers were but it was like well yeah there's a lot of things on a roof project that are like still almost exactly the same whether yeah. it's a 16 by 16 or it's a 16 by 20 like i still have to get a roofer out there like there's yeah. still like a base price to just get somebody out there like gutters on it there's just a minimum like for two gutters and a downspout, it's not going to be more expensive for a 16 by 20 than it is for a 16 by 16. All of these things are just like, that's just a price right. that you have to pay. Mm -hmm. So it was just like so absurd. And it was kind of funny because I remember we, we were going to like a trade show that next day. Yeah. And I can't remember what it was for, but uh doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I remember bringing it up to you because I saw it first thing in the morning yeah. and I was getting ready to be like, Catherine, you have to set your emotions aside. <laughs> I know you like, you love vengeance, but you know, we really have to think about it. Is it worth our time to even have this on our mind? And I was yeah. really like ready to give that whole, like Catherine, it's, it's not worth our time. We have to just let this go because it's not worth fighting with them. Right. That's going to cost us more money than just giving it back to them. Mm -hmm. But then you're like, I think, yeah, I think we should give it back. And I'm like, what, yeah. what are you talking about? 
One of us has to be full of vengeance here because this <laughs> is ridiculous. It was unlikely because that is the way that I think. I think that yeah. we should have been, we had every right to, to be like, we no. held up our end of yeah. the bargain. We, you, you got what you paid for. So why would we give you back your money? Yeah. And that is in my heart, how I feel. Absolutely. Yeah. But after reading all these emails back and forth, to these people, I was like, just get it off yeah. your mind. It doesn't even whatever. Yeah. Bye. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for having that mindset. <sighs> Thank you. Maybe I really it's growth? I'm not sure. I think it's growth. Uh, <laughs> but I was so I was so taken aback. I was just like, well, <laughs> I know somebody needs to be like the person that's full of vengeance and and, you know, vitriol in this situation. Yeah, we talked about that for a while where you were like, I was ready for a battle. Yeah, <laughs> I was really going to have to defend this. I know. I wanted to be like the calm, cool and collected guy like Catherine. Look, <laughs> business is like this sometimes and you need to just just let it go. This is not worth it. Really, it's a blessing that we found this out earlier and it's only going to cost us $1,250 to get them off of our plate, Catherine. It's going to be great. Yeah. But you're like, yeah, just give it back. I'm like, what? (laughs) Someone has to be mad. (laughs) One idea I did have was you want half the money back. How about this? I will give you all $2,500 back if you send me a picture of whatever project you end up finishing and it doesn't look like any of our renderings. (laughs) I did like that. Yeah. I thought that was a good because it's like, hey, and I I explain to people when we do the design process, like this design is yours to keep. Think of this as a design fee, like you're paying a designer. And then if you happen to hire us, it gets taken off. But that's like a a pretty cheap rate for a reputable designer to design your project. So I was like, look, I'll give you all your money back if it doesn't look like any of these versions of the design. Yeah. What do you think? You want to roll the dice or do you really want to use our design? And just have someone else build a, you know, a cheap version of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I did like that. But then also I just like, I'd rather just never talk to these people again. So yeah, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. But lessons were learned. That's for sure. Yeah. And I do think it is a lesson though in uh, like, no matter how good your, your screening processes are or whatever, there's always somebody that's going <laughs> to sneak in. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yep. Like, I feel like we do have, we have these good processes in place. There we go with the processes again. <laughs> Sorry. Processes in place. No, I don't. I, I now I, I don't think either one of them are right. I don't <laughs> They're think, both wrong. I don't think there's a plural <laughs> of process. Okay, our, go ahead. Our process is, I think that we have a good process in place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's just so many different personalities that you that you deal with. And it's almost like as much as you try to weed out these bad people, it's you kind of just have to learn how to deal with them no matter what, you know, it's like, it's worth it to just not that you want to practice in this, but like, it's good to kind of just have these experiences to kind of learn from it and grow from it because you're never going to fully avoid it. Yeah. Anytime you're dealing with the public, you know, it's torture. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) sucks so bad. (laughs) I think that is a valuable lesson to learn because we have we have spent so much time, so much effort, uh, so much of our business is built around the ridiculous amount of pre-qualifying that we try to do. We try to get these people to jump through all these ridiculous hoops to be able to work with us because we can only do like 10 projects a year and we want to work for the 10 best clients that want what we do. And still after all that, you get a couple stinkers. You had a couple stinkers. A couple stinkers are always going to sneak through. A couple stinkers and are also, always going to stink through. I feel like companies are they're always... They're going to stink through. They're going to stink their <sighs> way through. God. 
Um, companies are always talking about uh, like core values and what these things mean to them. And, and I kind of feel like it's an example, like it gives you a reason to use your core values. Like if one of your core values is integrity, like this is a, this is when you were going to going to use that when things go wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can say one of your core values is integrity and then it's never tested. And then you're just like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Ambiguously, my core value is integrity. But I feel like this is an example where we really used, we, we, we were the bigger man or woman in this situation. Like even in the email that I <laughs> typed and then deleted several times, like, yeah, you know, we, I think that we handled ourselves really well. And I think that I agree. We don't, I don't really think we ever talk about core values, but I think we, we kind of, they're so core. We just, we, we they're just, just part of us and we know, know and we're, you know, and I think that it was an opportunity to live by our core values. You know, I think if they're actually core values, you don't have to talk about them. Okay. You know, that's probably not true. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just because we're, we we're a small company. We can just, you know, we, the, the values are just kind of, you can feel the values. Yeah. I, I think we live by our live by our values, and I think that we have similar values, so. all of us as a whole. That, that so. it kind of works out, but yeah. But that's what I. That's like when people always talk about their core values. That's what I think of. It's like you can say these things, but if you're never tested in them, then how are they really your core how, values? Yeah, how are you really yeah. living by them? And I think that this is like a perfect example of that. Yeah, I think that you always have to think. Well, what's the alternative? You know, it's like. I think absolutely we did everything that we said we were going to do for $2,500. We yeah. are going to do designs. All revisions are included. Okay, this isn't at the price point that you want. We can make changes. We can get it to that. Right. And I always, always, every single time ask people, okay, we are talked through this whole design process. Do you want me to stick to a certain number and not design over that? Or do you want me to drop all these things that we talked about and just tell you how much it is? What does everyone say? Draw up everything. Yep. I want to see what my options are. Exactly. Throw everything at the wall. Yeah. So sticks. don't get mad when you fall in love with the thing that's slightly out of your budget. You're always going to. You're always going to. <laughs> and you didn't like commit to a budget. You said, you know, I threw out a number like this could be 80 to 100. And they say, okay, when I come in at 92 or even 99, don't be mad when you said, I want to see what you come up with. Yeah. I don't want to stick to a number. So 100%, we were in the right. We had every right to keep that money. We did our end of the deal. But yes. what's the alternative? Uh, sticking to our guns and then getting bad reviews everywhere and exactly bad mouthing. and Which I mean, maybe they'll bad mouth us anyway. Who cares? But yeah. <laughs> and I feel like people, when they are going to bad mouth you, they always threaten better business bureau. Which I'm like, <laughs> is that even a thing? Well, yeah. <laughs> like, I've never looked up something in the Better Business Bureau. I, I don't think. Have I you? have. I don't know what that is. <laughs> is it a place? Like, is it like yeah, you, maybe it's somewhere you have to go? Is there like, yeah, I'm imagining like it's like the Federal Bureau of Investigation. <laughs> like, are people in like you know those detective jackets and they're like you know like a private eye and like an impala is all tinted out? Yeah. <sighs> It must be something like that. It's probably something like that. But yeah, <clears throat> the thing that I think about is, okay, if we don't give this person their money back, no matter how wrong they are, no matter how right we are, they still have... <laughs> God bless you. Sorry. Still with the sneezing. I'm really trying to hold it back. It's okay. Keep going. They still have every 
opportunity to go on all the review sites, write yeah. a bad review. They can lie in it. They can twist the story however they want. Yeah. They can, um, you know, they can do whatever they want. They could, they could try to take us to court to get yeah. the money back. Even if we end up winning, because we probably would, we did everything that was laid out that we said we would do. It's like, do we want to invest our time and our energy into that? It's the same thing I said about a story previously when somebody stiffed us on a final payment. It's only happened to us one time. Yeah, I'm still mad about that. Well, yeah, me too. But <laughs> it's like, what am I going to do about it? Is it worth it enough to take all this time and energy and take the person to court? It's like, if it was more than that, maybe. But it's like, even if we win, which we probably would, and get that money... I think it's still a net negative because of all the time and energy that it wasted on current productivity and forward looking things. You know, yeah. it's like you really have to weigh out the options and try as hard as you can to take emotion out of it because at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. You know, it's not like you are going to have this like satisfaction at the end. Like I won. They're still going to think that you're wrong. Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. it's you take that out of it and you just think, what are my options? Let me not be emotional about this. Doesn't matter from right or wrong. Let me just think, how is this going to play out? And make your decisions based on that. Yeah. What do you think? That's true. It, <sighs> I, I, I'm so fueled by vengeance, but I rarely yeah. act upon it, I guess. Cause I, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we have, cause I agree. Yeah. That, the final payment thing. I'm still a little salty about that. Cause I feel yeah. like it was like, it was, it was right like at that cost of like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But also if we did like do the whole lawyer thing, it like would have cost a significant, a significant amount of money yeah. and time invested yeah. into that. So it's like, it isn't ultimately worth it, but I feel like it's like right at that cusp of being worth it. Yeah. So and some people just want to like stick to their guns and really like prove their points, yeah. stand their ground. Yeah. And it's like a personal thing. And at the end of the day, like, yeah, it is. And I see, I'm not even saying that our, our, ideologies behind this are right because yeah like you know maybe that does save that person from doing it to somebody else eventually you yeah. know if you really stick it to them but it's it's just it's a tough spot to be in and it you is. really have to like weigh your options you know mm -hmm. and and maybe some bigger companies like it's it's once you get to a certain point i think it's almost like a cost of doing business like yeah. if you are you know working with 500 clients a year doing building projects like yeah. you're going to be getting lawsuits from you know different people you just have a lawyer that's you know on what do they call that retainer on retainer and they're just handling all that stuff for you so if you have that kind of stuff in place and your business is like built to to do these things that are going to come up when you're dealing with thousands and thousands of people then you would probably do it you'd probably yeah just sure yeah send it in but for us it's like as much as that is a lot of money it's still i think going to be a net negative for us to pursue it because you know we got bigger and better things and yeah. karma i believe in karma yeah karma will come after these people <clears throat> absolutely all right so, well um we only got to one one of these stories, and now it's secret question time. So maybe maybe, maybe we we'll should revisit that. Maybe we should revisit. That was kind of fun. That was kind of fun. <laughs> um, and I feel like the the 
more stories I read, the more I'm like, I don't really think about these things that happened after they happen. It kind of like, kind of just fades away. But yeah, you know, then you read it, you're like, oh yeah, we had a situation <laughs> just like that. Yeah, and this is how we handled it. So, yep. Uh, if you have any stories like that, send them in. Yeah, through Instagram. Definitely. I guess that's probably the easiest way. Yeah, DM us. Yeah, DM us at Hardworking Happy Hour. Yep. Now it's time for the secret, secret question. question. Okay. Oh, that was nice. I don't know. That was a nice little harmony. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right, what do you got for us? Because <clears throat> it's my week to do a secret question. Yeah. I think uh, maybe this is going to be a constitutional change that we just do one secret question and we both answer it. I think that's a good one, yeah. Okay. Would you rather... I rather because you are like you know getting this body dysmorphia you're getting yeah. like you know crazily obsessive yeah. about your food <laughs> intake with the 75 hard and yeah, what's yeah, good yeah. for you what's bad for you yep. what you look like every morning with this progress pick yep, yep, yep. really seems like it's all going to come crumbling down mentally for you pretty soon not sure it's a positive <laughs> yeah uh okay would yes. you rather have your ideal body look like you're in your mind, like exactly how you would want to look and be able to eat whatever you want, mm -hmm. but you feel like you just ate all that stuff. Like you, you can eat pizza and candy bars and all that kind of stuff, but you're going to feel sluggish like that, but you're going to look like you're in like amazing shape, but you can mm -hmm. only eat that stuff. Okay. Or eat only eat healthy, but look Maybe a little flabby, a little flubby. And you feel great. Which one are you going with? Uh, and be honest. <laughs> be honest. Hmm. Well, I feel like honestly, not until very, very recently. Like yes. I pretty much have like always. Approximately 27 days. Yeah. I've always yes. eaten whatever I've wanted without any regard for how it made me feel or what it was going to do. And. Yes it never really made me feel that bad until now that I'm old. It's like, okay, now I'm starting to feel it. So if I like maybe a couple years ago, if I had this option, I'd be like, yeah, I'll eat whatever. Cause it doesn't make me feel that bad. Yeah. But I guess now that I'm old and I do feel everything that I eat, uh, I'm going, I'm going feeling good. Wow. Because that is like the only part of the 75 hard that I'm like really like enjoying in, well, it's not the only part that I'm enjoying, I will say, but it's like, that's what I'm looking forward to bringing into the future because I do feel so good. Like, especially oh, really? with like the no drinking and other than currently being sick. But beyond that, I've been like full of energy. I've been feeling really good. I do notice a difference when I eat well. I do feel so much better. I hmm. wake up with more energy. It's easier to get out of bed every morning. It's like, okay. I have energy throughout the day. I used to come home from work and I'd be like exhausted when I got home. But now I'm like, with my workout at night or going for a walk or a run and I feel great. So huh. I think there's no, you can't put a value on like feeling good. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, it is. But you're not going to look good. Not going to look good. No. Are we talking, what are we talking? Just like a little soft? Or are we talking like, we're just talking it's bad. Uh, it's it a bad situation. <laughs> just not appealing to anyone. Oh, anyone? <laughs> well, no, I guess that's kind of impossible. There's, you know, there's different types for everybody. For sure. But, uh, you're not going to like the way you look. You're going to hate it. You're going to look in the mirror and be like, oh, whatever. Every day. Whatever. Or unless you just burn all your mirrors. Hmm. But they're like glass on them. Break them, maybe. But then that's bad luck. I don't know what you're going to do. 
Well, actually, that's that makes it harder then because I yeah. look at myself every single day because we record every single thing that we do all of the time. <laughs> that's true. So yeah. it would be really hard to look at yourself every day and like hate the way that you look. Yeah. Oh God, this is harder than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? All right, then I guess I'm going vanity. If I if I okay. if every time I see myself, I hate the way that I look. Yeah. I guess I have Definitely. to go vanity. Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna have to take a lot of naps or something. Yeah. Well, that's so sad. I never thought I'd choose vanity. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought seventy-five that, hard is changing me. <laughs> yeah, I thought that I'm a uh, person now. I thought that you were gonna pretend to choose, uh, you know, the healthy eating thing. Yeah. But uh, I also knew deep down that that would be a lie. <laughs> I'm definitely choosing to eat whatever Going I vanity? want. Eat whatever I want, feel like crap, and look amazing. Yeah. That's definitely what I'm picking. <laughs> for sure. I feel like eventually you eat like that, you feel like crap. You get used to the f- crap feeling. Exactly. And then okay. that's just like a baseline, but you're still looking good, you know? That Skin would be nice. Skin glowing. You know, it's kind of like a... What is that? Uh, kind of like an Adonis thing. Okay. And whatever his female counterpart would be, I guess. Right? Isn't that like the... Uh, like obsessed with his own looks or something i don't know i don't know what you're talking about it's like a greek mythology thing okay i don't know maybe it's like a look good feel good thing like yeah, you yeah. look so good you just convinced yourself that you feel good i think to a certain extent absolutely <laughs> it's all a mental game at that point yeah definitely so <laughs> i would definitely pick that so and eating whatever you want would just be fun oh my god i love Imagine cookies how so fun much you'd be, like you every time you go out you can just eat everything everything and you can just yeah. continue to eat but i did just go to friendlies last night oh, yeah did not feel good afterwards <laughs> did not feel good at all at friendlies all is, that's a tough one that is a it is a tough one um there was also like no one in there that's yeah, check typical out, yeah. uh <laughs> but the terrible feeling only lasted for like an hour and then i felt kind of fine <laughs> so i could definitely get used to that yeah and i'm just chilling looking like a greek god with a tummy ache, I'm cool with that. You know, <laughs> I could live with that. Yeah, I guess I could live with that as well. Okay. Well, uh, oh, you're so shallow. Two votes for vanity. <laughs> hey, it's the way of the world. I'm glad that we can be honest with yeah. ourselves and with our audience and uh, let us know what, what everybody else out there would choose. So I guess that's it for this week. Yeah. This was this was pretty good. It, we, I feel like I learned even more about communication today. You think? I think so. I think that's great. I th- you know what I think? What? I think next week, as soon as we come into work, we get in another fight and we just see how fast we can resolve it. That's a great idea. For Sean. fun, for practice. That's a really good idea. And you know what? Let's try it. I think it's not going to be that hard to start a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think that... Do you think that people will be shocked to hear that we get in a lot of fights or they'll, they will be like... <laughs> That no, is, there's definitely so. some sort of there's, there's, veil of, yeah, <laughs> veil for of sure. friendship there. I think that people uh, can sense like when there's so much like squirrely energy, you know, and especially like close quarters. Yeah. It's like, you know, there the that mania is going to turn into anger at some <laughs> at point, some point in it has some to form. So I don't think ways. that um, and it's not like a fight. We haven't punched each other yet. Yeah, I did tell you that's like my. That's your go-to defense. That's like, my go-to defense. I can beat up any man because they're not going to hit me because yep. I'm a lady. I know. I say that all the time. It's the best part of being a woman in construction. No one can hit me. I can say whatever I want. That is true. And there, <laughs> there's surprisingly a lot of times where I'm scared Aunt might hit me. <laughs> Especially this week. 
Maybe the fights were because of me this week because I felt like Ant was going to possibly hit me a couple times. Not really, but like... I, I know didn't think of it until today. Today, I thought he might hit you. I yeah. forget what he said, but I was like... Oh, I don't okay. remember either. Yeah. He was like, the rope, the rope's getting yeah. close. And I was like, I don't understand the reference, but I'm so <laughs> sorry. Uh... That was great. I knew he really wasn't going to, but just imagining it scares me a little bit because he's so big. He he's so big, so strong. Anyway. He was Joe Flacco's quarterback. Backup, backup quarterback. I yeah. don't know if you know that about him. Um, I told someone that the other day when we were at that that trade show thing. Yeah. And uh, I think they misheard me and thought that he was his backup in the NFL. Oh. And they were like, yeah, somebody else like, you know, told this story about... Um, you know how they they were in the NFL like first time I met them and I looked them up and they like weren't even on the practice squad like and here this guy is Joe Flacco's backup. I don't think he like really received the part that this was yeah. in high school. But so he's gonna go home and Google Anthony and realize. But still awesome. So, yeah. Still so cool. Very very cool. All right. Well, uh, enough rambling. I guess uh, that's it. Next week we are going to have a special guest on. Yep 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 yep. I'm really excited. Somebody young in construction doing some amazing things yes. and also flying planes. Apparently. Yeah, I can't wait to hear more about that. Can't wait to hear about that. So that'll be next week. Uh, Sean from Apex. Yes. It's gonna be a good one. So uh, till next time. This has been the Hardworking Happy Hour. See you next week.